When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone, to Stoppage Time, the spring 2018 wrap-up. It is Drew and Peter back with you again. We're super excited to be bringing you Auburn soccer uh, once again. We have brought you every news and noteworthy story from the spring um, so far with Auburn soccer, wrapped up in a nice little podcast for you. So we're excited to talk about the news that's been going on with Auburn soccer. We're excited to talk about the recruiting that's been going on with Auburn soccer and then we had some spring games, so we're going to talk to you a little bit about what's going on, going on with the spring. But so, Peter, how you been? I've been good. Life's been crazy. Got a you know a five month old baby now, so he takes all my time, and it's been pretty crazy. And you know we've wanted to record before now, but all this stuff just keeps happening, and we keep putting it off and say, oh, we'll add that to the show, and we'll pack that in. So we really do have a really packed show today. Yeah, it's it's exciting to be back, and we're definitely always excited to be doing the podcast and uh, sorry for neglecting our time with you for so long. But like Peter said, life's been crazy. Things happen. And ultimately some things just get pushed to the back burner, but that doesn't mean that we don't have a great show for you today. And so without further ado, Peter, what has been going on in the world of Auburn soccer? Well, we got some news and notes today. Brief Foles again, gets an opportunity to train with the U S women's U19, under-19 national team. So, again, that's, we talked about this last season when she trained the first time. She gets invited back. Uh, it's just an awesome opportunity for Bree Foles, but it's an awesome opportunity for Auburn for her to get that training. Uh, when you look at the U.S. national team, when you look at the men's team, uh, sometimes we could say they're in shambles. But the women's team, they have it going on. So you think if she's training with the women's team, she's going to get some good training, Drew. Yeah, definitely. I, I think like just the opportunity to, to learn under um, the women's program, the the teams that they put together, and definitely the under nineteen, under twenty one team is a feeder team for the the national team. Um, that, that's wonderful experience for her. I'm glad that she's getting that opportunity, and it's always good um, to see that from one of our own representing the nation uh, at the highest level. And as an Auburn fan, you'd really want to keep an eye on Briefholds, uh, not only this year at Auburn, but next year is the U-20 World Cup in France, and she's really hoping for an invite to that. So maybe we'll see her in France next year. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be wonderful to to actually. I know U twenty women's soccer isn't the biggest televised thing, but I imagine if one of our own ends up making the tournament and going to France to represent the country, I imagine we would find some way to tune into that. It's gonna be on YouTube or something, right? I mean, there's gotta be a live stream somewhere. If we can watch the uh, national championship uh, playoffs and on a website in California, I think we could probably could find that somewhere. Also, in addition to uh, the Brief Falls news, Amy Reef joins Coach Hoppe's staff in a support role as the new director of operations. Uh, she's actually a returning Tiger. She earned her degree from Auburn in 1998 and her master's degree in, in the year 2000. She was also an assistant softball coach at Auburn from 2000 to 2004. Uh, most recently, she's coming as uh, she was a head softball coach at Park University in Parkville, Missouri. And she actually left Park as the winningest coach in school history. Drew, do you have an opinion on a softball coach coming in as a support staff for soccer? Well, I mean, I, I don't really, just because I think uh, Coach Hoppe is going to hire good people to be around her. I mean, she's obviously proven since she's been there in the in the early 2000s until now that she, she always puts a good staff together. She always puts uh, quality players on the pitch. So I can't doubt her. She's coming in definitely a support role, director of operations, and that doesn't really have to do as much with the coaching side of soccer, uh, but really putting forth um, kind of some program qualities, which I think uh, program distinctives are, are could be the same across all sports. So I think uh, definitely I'm going to trust Coach Hoppe in this situation. Uh, don't know exactly what all director of operations entails, but I imagine if Coach Hoppe thought she was a good fit for the position, she's probably a good fit for the position. Uh, you know, Kyle Loomis of our Inside the Jungle show, uh, he is really big on having Auburn people fill these Auburn roles. And we said we have an Auburn person here. And so one thing we know is she's going to love Auburn. So uh, she's going to I know she's going to do our best just because she loves Auburn. Drew, do you want to talk about some recruiting news? Yeah. Um, so actually, over this long spring break that you've been without Peter and I, Auburn has signed their 2018 recruiting class and they it's been a been a wide class last year's class was kind of uh headlined by the forward position with some midfielders in there but this year coach Hoppe has actually signed a very diverse class and let me just run through the names real quick Peter and I are going to say a little bit about each uh, in case you didn't know women's high school soccer is not a gold mine of news articles and recruiting bios on people. So it's kind of hard to know a lot about them until we get them on campus and start to see them in spring games or hear about them in practice. But we do know a little bit about them just based off of what we've been told uh, on their bios so far on Auburn soccer and just kind of digging a little bit deeper into them. So we have signed two defenders in this class, and that's going to be big going forward. We signed Emmy Craven and also Abby Jacobs. These are these are two stalwart defenders that I think are going to be big in this program going forward. Uh, Emmy Craven's a 6'2 defender. Uh, I know at times we've struggled with height, struggled with set pieces in the box. Um, 6'2 is definitely going to help us out with that. So look for her to be maybe playing a lot because uh, we'll talk about a little bit later. We've actually lost some defensive players uh, to graduation this past year. And then Abby Jacobs, she actually is from uh, Alabama area, uh, or not Alabama area. She plays club for Alabama FC. She's from Pensacola Beach. Um, and so definitely excited about those two defensive uh, signees. We also have a couple midfielders slash forward position, uh, Angeline Daly, Olivia Deedles, and 
Julia Pack. And these are also three just midfielders that that Coach Hoppe is just looking to provide depth to the program, um, all all skilled. Uh, and the thing we're seeing the most in looking up things about these players is Coach Hoppe has actually recruited a lot of speed in this class. Uh, all of them are tr- maybe not track stars, but have uh, definite significant speed coming in. We do have two track stars that that will also uh, that also ran track in high school. So definitely excited about the speed coming in and those in those positions. Uh, a lot of these signees are from the Florida, Georgia, Alabama area, but we do have one California signee, which is Taylor Goslin, a forward out of um, Ladera Ranch, California, and Haley Whitaker, who's who's a Birmingham native and actually a high school teammate of Julia Pack uh, at Oak Mountain there in Birmingham, Alabama. And all three, both Abby or all three, Abby Jacobs, Julia Pack, and Haley Whitaker played club together for Alabama FC. So actually, we we have a lot of continuity with this class coming in, a lot of familiarity all, already. So I actually look for this to be a special class. Peter, what do you think about this class so far? You mentioned it. Uh, three players coming from Alabama FC, uh, and that really stood out to me as well. Uh, just that familiarity with one another you know already they already know each other coming into this class they already have that bond as as playing on the same team and uh, that's you know three of the seven new signees so I think that's pretty awesome Uh, you know some of the players that stood out to me were Emmy Craven that's M dot dot E dot Craven not Emmy M-E Craven Uh, she's 6'2 and a center back Drew Uh, one of our problems last year was our height and it's been a problem throughout the last couple of years we just not have been a very tall team. She is 6'2". When she's not playing soccer, she's playing basketball. Uh, that's just awesome. You know, We're going to be able, to, be able to, to defend the air the way we haven't been able to do. And with that spot open with Caroline Beto leaving uh, to graduation. Uh, by the way, let's just I want to just kind of point out who we lost again just to kind of review. Kristen Dodson, our leading scorer. Caroline Beto, our lockdown center back. Courtney Shell, midfield, Ellie League, midfield, Hannah Allspock, who's been awesome this year, and Katie Grunder. Uh, we've lost some big names on this team, uh, especially with that uh, our leading scorer and that and that defensive back. And having Emmy Craven come in and step into that center back role as a 6-2 center back, man, uh, when I saw that, I was so excited. And not only that, Drew, she also poses an offensive threat from the back. She scored 19 goals and 24 assists in 65 matches as a defender. Uh, you know, last year, toward the end of the year, Coach Hoppe gave Caroline Beto a little bit more uh, freedom to move forward, to press forward, to uh, to push the offense. And if she does that with Craven, uh, we could actually see a lot of offensive production, I think. Yeah, I definitely think so, because even with Beto going forward and having that kind of free reign a little bit towards the end of the year, uh, Beto was only still 5'6". That's, that's not a massive target in the box, while as great as she was, uh, that's not your the head you're wanting to look for, but it's six foot two, and obviously with a goal scoring pedigree from the back already, set pieces, corner kicks, uh, definitely. I think Me Craven is going to be someone to look for in the box going forward, and hopefully, like that translates to not just great defense, but also just a new wrinkle to Auburn's offense. So excited for that. Uh, what what other player maybe stands out to you in this class so far, Peter? 
When you're talking about great defense, uh, again, you mentioned her, Abby Jacobs. Uh, she's already had some time during the spring game starting this year, so she's already got some some uh, practice with the team in. But uh, she was a def- she was part of a defensive unit that allowed eight goals in 59 career matches. That's pretty amazing. And again, you mentioned she played for the Alabama FC, so she's one of those three players with the familiarity. But uh, she's also a member of her high school track and, and field team. So, again, I would expect speed there. And you know how Coach Hoppe likes to use her defensive uh, backs, her, 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 her right and left back, to push and move the ball forward. We saw it with Gadsden. We saw it with Avery Batson, uh, Taylor Troutman. Uh, there's some potential there for that as well. Yeah, and so definitely excited about this class. And just a, a couple little little wrinkles before we move into the spring games to, to note. Actually, one of the, the odd – Maybe not odd, but um, just noticeable things is a lot of them are um, involved in Spanish honor societies, which I think is unique. The fact that where where the the game is changing, where culture is changing, uh, I think that's actually going to help because that's uh, that could be a recruiting tool. That if these girls are Spanish speaking as well, this could bring in more players. Um, this is uh, this will definitely help her communicate with uh, with some others and just the the wealth of experience these girls have uh u.s soccer development academy odp programs which is olympic olympic development program in case you didn't know um there are we've we have one who traveled to brazil to to face top flight uh teams there in brazil for a while this is a very well talent like that has a wealth of uh experience playing against some pretty top talent so uh it's just a unique class. Like it's interesting what coach Hoppe has done, the class she's assembled and just the experience and knowledge um, that these girls come with, like all of them posted 3.8 and 4.0 up to the 4.0 GPAs. Like they're, they're a fantastically smart class and also just uh, seem like good high character players. And which is something we always see coach Hoppe do. So that is, uh, that's wonderful to, to see that. Uh, once again so peter kind of catch us up with what's happening in the spring game so far well we have completed our spring games we played let's see one two three four uh five games five spring games our first game was against clemson we lost nil one against clemson uh there was a match against troy that was that was scheduled but it had to be canceled uh instead of playing that match the girls were actually able to play the auburn men's soccer club so it was the boys versus the girls, and they got to take on the men's soccer club. Uh, we played Tennessee. Uh, we lost uh, nil to three to Tennessee. We drew Sanford 2-2. Bree Falls and Rocio Sanders both scored goals for the Tigers in that match. And then we beat UGA 1-0 this last weekend. Bree Falls scores her second goal of the spring slate of games, the only goal of the of the of that of that uh, of that match. Uh, Drew, do you have, have any takeaways from these this spring schedule? These results. Well, I think we I think we kind of have to look at it in two ways. One, uh, Coach Hoppe has yet again lost a lot of talent. Uh, we we had the the great exodus of 2016 with a lot of seniors leaving, and then here in 2017, the a, a lot of key pieces have left as well. So I think it's important to when we look at the spring games, understand the fact that Coach Hoppe is just throwing lineups out there half the time. Like she's just trying to figure out what is going to work going into the fall season, trying people out in different positions, uh, no real cohesiveness yet because she's, she's working people around and maybe they're not playing as long shifts as they normally would. 
Um, so I think it's important to not get, I guess, over overzealous about the spring game performances or something like that. Like we don't need to begin thinking the sky is falling, but I think there are some things that we can kind of look at. I think a big thing for Auburn going into the fall is the same struggle that we had last year. We're going to struggle to score goals. I believe Uh brief is going to have to lead the line more this year. Rosio Sanders is going to have to step up. Maybe one of these freshmen coming in or one of the freshmen forwards that we signed last year now sophomores maybe uh, is their turn to step into the limelight so i think going forward uh definitely our offense is going to be the big key is how is how is our offense going to do and definitely figuring out who's going to fill that center back role left by caroline beto i think you hit the nail on the head as far as your analysis uh, i kind of liken this to like the a day football game uh you know we we went to the a day game we would like to have seen a better performance by the end of the day, we got to have in the back of our mind is a glorified practice, and that's what these are. I mean, you saw that with the Troy game. They canceled the Troy game. They played the Auburn men's club just to get some work in, and that's what this is. It's a chance for these girls to get some work in in the spring, uh, work some stuff out, see what they're going to be without these missing pieces that have graduated, and and add a couple more that we saw some of these uh, two. I think two of our girls were able to start and play during these spring games. So they got to play with the team for the first time. But I think, you, like I said, you hit the nail on the head. It's just a practice. It's nothing to get upset about. And it is kind of good to see kind of the turnaround at the end. Uh, we drew, you know, the two goals against Sanford and the 1-0 win against UGA. And uh, seeing Bree Foles score two goals, uh, you said it. Uh, she is going to have to step up this year, and I think she will. I think not playing behind Kristen Dawson is going to really force her into the box to really uh, to really threaten the, the, def- the defense, the back line. And I think she's going to do that this year. Yeah, I definitely think we'll we'll see a, a formation swap from Coach Hoppe this year. I think we'll see two up top where we've seen Dotson leading the line and Bree Folds playing a little bit behind her trying to link the midfield. But I think uh, just with losing Dotson and uh, having Rocio Sanders and Bree Folds, I think Coach Hoppe may look to put both of them up top in a formation together and then bolster the midfield behind them rather than having brief fellows constantly trying to shuttle the ball to the offense. I think uh, you, you're going to stick her in front of goal and tell her to go out there and get goals, which is something she's really good at. So I think we may see a shift in the way Auburn plays as compared to the past two teams um, that we've been covering. I want to go shift back to recruiting just for one second. Uh, I'm going to say a stat to you. I want you to, to, to tell me what you think. 74 goals, 31 assists, and 78 matches played. What, what would you think about that? I would say that person has a has a pretty good knack for, for getting a goal. Uh, I would definitely say that's someone who hopefully that translates into the next level. Sometimes it doesn't, but definitely think that uh, if that's what you're able to put up in high school, you should be able to put uh, pretty good numbers up when you come to college like that. Just to put a, a name with that stat, that's Haley Whitaker. She's coming. Uh, also one of the, the girls that play for the Alabama SC. And, uh, yeah, that's great in high school. We'll see what it translates into uh, on the field in college. But if she can do that, if she can produce even half of that in college, we can actually see her competing up there with uh, Bree Falls for that starting position. Uh, so that's, that's really exciting just to think about. Yeah, I, I think this is definitely going to be uh, another interesting year for Auburn soccer. I think – uh, maybe we should like be patient, uh, much like we tried to be last year, struggled at times. But I think 
I think our patience is ultimately going to be rewarded with a really good team this year and definitely looking forward into much further down the road. I think the recruiting class that's been put together these past two seasons are are going to kind of be Auburn stalwarts for the next couple of years. I think that they're definitely good, high-quality players in both of those classes and looking forward to the next couple of years for Auburn soccer. A lot of speed. I'm really excited about that. And we already had Gadsden and, and Troutman on the side and just adding a little bit more speed to the team. Uh, that can really put some uh, defenses uh, in a hurting position there. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this re- recruiting class, just looking through it, reading through it again today. Uh, I think it's going to be great, and uh, we're going to need it because this, you know, this, this year showed the Southeastern Conference is tough in, in women's soccer. Uh, it really is, and we're going to need all the talent we have to, uh, to get through the schedule this year. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to what is to come next season. Uh, Peter and I – We'll be helping cover that a little bit more next season. So stay tuned with what the plan is for the fall. Uh, Thank you for joining us on Stoppage Time once again today. Uh, Just glad to be back. Glad to be breaking down Auburn soccer and what's going on in that world. Um, Coach Hoppe has done a wonderful job with this program and just putting the team together. So just once again, Peter and I always like to encourage you to support this team. Get out and support them when you can. not going to be a lot going on right now, but they, they'll have summer camp coming up soon. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, if you got a daughter, definitely send them out there. They're going to get some good training, good, uh, good coaching there during that time. And then we'll be looking forward to some exhibition games before we know it, Peter. I'm ready. It's going to be exciting. So until next time, uh, thanks for joining us on Stoppage Time. So War Eagle. War Eagle. That's going to do it for this episode on the E2C Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into our show. A couple reminders for you listeners before we head out today. If you're interested in joining the E2C Network team, make sure you give us an email at e2cnetwork at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to discuss that with you. Also, make sure you're checking out the variety of episodes on our podcast we have coming out each week, as well as our blog post on e2cnetwork.com. Specifically, make sure you're checking out Facebook Live sessions that we have called E2C Live and Auburn Fan Chat, where you, the listener, can get involved in the show and have your voice heard. If you're interested in connecting with us and giving us feedback, there are a variety of ways to do that. First, go online to iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. Please subscribe there and give us reviews there as well. It helps spread the show and lets us know how we're doing. If you're looking to find us on social media, you can do so at Facebook, Twitter, instagram and even youtube just type in e2c network and that'll get you there once again our email is e2c network at gmail.com and our website e2c network.com and i want to thank the auburn bcm and the auburn uniform database once again and thank you the listeners for tuning in each and every week it's always great to be an auburn tiger and war eagle